Hey, this is Kevin Kelly. Get ready for the latest episode of the Starimcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Starting Cast. This is a podcast we talk all things about the fantastic professional wrestling promotion known as Stardom, and we do it in a positive and what I think fun manner. I am your host for this episode. My name is Matt Turner, and I'll be flying solo for this episode as our godfather of the podcast, the uh, the founder, the OG, Mr. Rob Goodwin, is off this week. He's on a little bit of a mini vacation. Uh, Rob, if you're listening to this, I hope that you enjoy yourself and uh, obviously safe travels, and we will talk to you next week. Folks, as I record this, we are just mere hours away, about 16, 17 hours away from Stardom Dream Queendom. Obviously, this podcast will drop on Friday the day after. We will have our full review. We'll be recording on Monday with the lovely, the one and only Miss Karen Peterson. So this week, as you can see in the description box, we're just going to review the Christmas Eve show from Cork and Hall and do a little bit of a preview for the Triangle Derby. And uh, that's really just about it. This is going to be a, uh, a short episode considering the fact that we've been releasing a lot of content lately. So let me tell you what's been going on on Patreon. This past Monday, we did release the final match from the trilogy of Mayu Iwatani and Io Shirai. Well, that's for the watch along. We just released just earlier today, um, well, as I record this Wednesday, the Thunder Rock review for the white and red belt tier Patreon members. That is by far the most requested review that I've gotten since we've been uh, doing these, uh, since pretty much we've been doing the Patreon. So for the last eight, nine months, it's the most requested uh, review. Finally, it was able to get to it, and I thought it came off really, really well. And we've already been getting some positive responses. So thank you so much for that. Um, also, too, we have noted that starting in about two weeks, Rob will be joining me pretty much on every episode of our Monday Watch Along. And that is going to start with, I believe, uh, Io Shirai challenging Mako Satomaro from the year end climax 2015. I believe that's what we're going to be doing in two weeks. Again, with Rob being away, he won't be available to do this Monday's watch along with this Monday's watch along uh, is going to be from the Tokyo Dome from uh, as you listen to this earlier, you know, just about a year ago as the MK sisters reunite Mayu Watani and Starlight Kid to take on the team of Sayakamatani and Tam Nakano. Um, and speaking of Rob joining me for the watch along, we just released a free on the Patreon a watch along with uh, Rob and myself where we did Shuri challenging uh, Mayu Iwatani for the World of Stardom Championship from the Yokohama Arena back in October 2020. And I thought it went really well. We weren't sure how we were going to do it. Um, we decided that Rob would just do the play-by-play and that I would do the color commentator. Basically, he would draw the lines and I would kind of paint in the pictures. And we never done commentary before. We weren't obviously, you know, we're worlds away. I'm in, you know, middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. He's all the way over there in England. So we didn't have any cues to kind of go by. And I thought, well, it went really, really well. And we've already got some really good positive feedback uh, on that as well. And as far as what we're doing for the bi-weekly review for Red Belt and White Belt tier Patreon members, there still is time to vote. By the time this podcast drops on Friday morning, we might be getting down to the nitty gritty. But it's basically it looks like it's going to be if you 
get a chance to take a look on my uh, my Twitter, Matt Turner OF. Starlight Kid High Speed Championship Review, which that looks like it's winning by a landslide. So that's pretty much a lock. And then there's two shows that are on there. One where it is the Io Shirai's final farewell match uh, from Stardom, where she teams with Mayu Utani to take on the team, the Uedotai team of Kagetsu and Hazuki. And then another show review where the main event is Io Shirai defending the World of Stardom Championship against Kyrie, uh, well, Kyrie Hojo back then. And then obviously the Hannon future stardom review which is like that starting to pull away as well so there's still time to get your votes in but if i'm a betting man just kind of the way that i see this it looks like that our next two reviews against that set in stone are going to be starlight kid uh, uh excuse me starlight kid high speed championship review and hana future of stardom championship review so really looking forward to that but then again you know again still a few few days left to vote folks so get your votes in uh yeah so the, it's just been a Really, really busy season for us here at the Stardom Cast, and uh, we can't say thank you enough to everybody for all the fantastic support between the tweets and the retweets and just the voting on the Patreon and all the new Patreon members. We really say thank you. So um, I guess let's just get into it. We'll just uh, kind of just go back to back here, and we'll probably, again, it's kind of be a quick show. We'll we'll, uh, we'll get into the, you know, the nitty gritty of this podcast. We will go to Cork and Hall Christmas Eve, and this was a really nice Christmas-themed show. It was uh, it was kind of, as far as wrestling quality goes, it was on the lower tier of stardom wrestling quality shows. But as far as fun goes, it was on probably one of the most fun wrestling shows I've seen all year. So we will go to the opening match, uh, three way match with Hana versus Momokogo versus Rina. And so you have an instant interesting dichotomy here because you have Hana and Momokogo who are on the stars unit. Rina who is basically left on an island to her own because she's with a widow tie, but at the same time, Rina and Hana are sisters. So you kind of want to see how that was going to play out. Um, Stars basically quick double team on Rina to start. Momokoko arm drugs are getting really, really good. Uh, not that they weren't good before, but it seems like she's placing them in the right spots and how quickly she does on the snap on her arm drags. Uh, really, really, Rina, I mentioned it before the last two weeks on the podcast, really coming into her own. I believe as we record this, I think Rena's birthday is uh, is today. I thought I saw something that her birthday today this week and only 16 years old. Unbelievable. Obviously, Hanan is going to be a huge star in stardom, but I think Rena isn't too far behind her, and neither is Hina as well. Um, but I thought Rena, everything she did here looked really good. Momokogo hits Hanan with the springboard dropkick, and then Rena breaks it up with a double knees on Hanan for the two count. Hana escapes the pink devil. And then she goes for the 17 roll-up. They basically kind of just trade near falls back and forth. But eventually, Hana catches her in the jackknife. 16, excuse me, 16. Six minutes, 20 seconds. Really solid opener here for the Christmas Eve show, Cork and Hall. Three and a quarter stars. And now we go to the match, which might be the most fun match I've seen in wrestling all year. Uh, By no means was this Savage Steamboat or was this Suzuki Tanahashi. But this match was uploaded literally within about an hour or two of when it happened on Stardom World. It's the Christmas Eve special match as we have the Stars team of Mayu Yutani, Hazuki, Koguma, Saida taking on the Queen's Quest team of Yutami Aishista, Hina, Lady C, and Miyu Amasaki. Um, first off, I thought, you know, reading the rules of this match and we previewed it last week, that everybody had to become dressed up as Santa Claus, but there was as many Santa Claus as there was Rudolph. So there should have been a disqualification right there. Be that as it may, uh, Hazuki's dressed as Rudolph. That was tremendous. And then you see the Queen's Quest. You hear We hear the Queen's Quest theme being played as only Hina, Lady C, and Miyu come out. But where's our leader, Utami? 
Yutami comes out. She gets her own separate entrance with her own uh, main theme. And she comes out on a plastic horse that's all dressed up in Christmas colors. <laughs> I thought that was absolutely hilarious. And I was a little worried because as they were trying to get off this plastic horse halfway up the cork and all aisle, because she was up so high, they had to put a stool down for her to get off. And she almost like slipped off the stool. Can you imagine just five days before one of the biggest matches of her career against Kyrie? And I know, folks, she's had a lot of big matches in her career. This is one of the biggest ones. Can you imagine like she blows her knee out by getting off a plastic horse? That would have been something. Thank God she didn't. Um, this was really, uh, it was really just kind of a fun match. Everybody had their own little spots. But you can kind of tell some of the wrestlers here really had difficulty moving in some of their gear. Like Saida went for the the Road Warrior style uh, second rope shoulder tackle off the top rope. She kind of came down really awkward because she kind of got caught in her Santa outfit. And when she bumped it, really, I mean, she missed it. Obviously, was the planned spot. But like instead of taking like a flat. Uh, uh, bump she kind of almost like basketball bump like like did two bumps in a row and i was like oh that was uh that was pretty tough um i thought you know again everybody just had little spots here there wasn't anything too crazy i thought they did a great job heating up lady c here i mean she looked really good especially got a lot on mayu obviously mayu's the icon of stardom uh really and not only that but uh she even like fwc came in a double teamer and she basically uh basically was able to wear them out with some chops so here's the former tag champs that just Lady C, who is just kind of taking them to task here. She hits a giant swing to Saida, double uh, Baba clothesline. She hits a giant choke slam on Mayu for two. Eventually, though, they do the three-dum drop kick with um, with Azuki and Koguma launching Mayu into Lady C. And then Mayu somehow, she's so talented. As clumsy as she is, she's so talented. She's in the Santa outfit, and I don't know how she did it. Not only did she hit the perfect three-dum rocket launcher drop kick, but she hits a picture-perfect moonsault on the Lady C. And I say it all the time. You want to heat up. The person that's going to take the fall in the match, you want to heat them up so this way it makes you look better. And that's what they did. To me, like, Lady C was the MVP of the match. They heat her up towards the end of the match. But uh, ultimately, the three-dumb rocket launcher dropkick and the moonsault from Mayu gets the win. Seven minutes, 37 seconds, three and a half stars. And then we see who the secret Santa Claus is. We thought, again, me and Rob were so dead set that the Santa Claus would turn on Mayu. Obviously, once we see it's Rossi Ogawa, we're like, no way that's going to happen because this guy's been cashing checks, especially these last few years, big checks because of Mayu. And it looks like Mayu won a uh, like a, some sort of gift card or some sort of perfume from uh, from Prada, So, which is kind of funny because the night before the show, um, me and my wife were watching The Devil Wears Prada. Not my cup of tea of a movie, but considering the fact that I make my poor wife, Amber, watch a lot of wrestling, so I just kept my mouth shut. So I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. I just watch this movie about Prada. So uh, ultimately, I thought that was really cool. And then you see everybody throw. And then you see Santa Ogawa giving everybody presents to throw to the crowd. And then Saida does her best Mayu impersonation when she goes to fastball a shirt or something in the crowd and slips and falls. So Saida, who didn't do much in this match, uh, basically almost uh, took herself out twice, once from the missed shoulder tackle and then once from trying to throw something into the crowd. I thought that was uh, pretty funny. And this was, And then you see... Uh, basically, all the members of Star just running in the crowd giving fans uh, gifts for Christmas. I thought that was very nice. Nice little nice little touch. We move on to match number three. We have the uh, 2020 Tag League winner, 7-Up, taking on the tag champions, Natsupoi and Tam Nakano, Meltier, and Waka as well. I thought the entrance of this was really cool, how the smoke came up as they were doing the Cosmic Angels theme, not the Meltier theme or the Tam theme. And they came out, they did their dance on the side, and Walker did their Ultimate Warrior style of run to the ring. I thought that was uh, that was pretty cool. 
Waki very adamant. Waka, excuse me, very adamant that she wants to start, and Nanai just crushes her. But the crowd is just so behind Waka. Waka was in this, in my opinion, I don't think anybody can deny it. The most over person in this match. You have legend, you know, uh, in Nanai Takahashi. You is very, very good. Obviously, Tam and Natsupoi are insanely over. But here in Cork and on Christmas Eve, these five wrestlers, Waka to me was the most over. The crowd was really, really behind Waka. Uh, eventually, Meltier come in for the double team save. Yu tries to powerbomb Waka. Poi, Natsupoi comes in for the save. And then Natsupoi tries the German suplex Yu, but she can't do it. And I'm saying it right now, the finish of the match, of the uh, tag title match, is going to be Natsupoi hitting you with a German suplex, whether she gets the three count or she's the ferial gift from the top rope afterwards. But I think not to boy hitting the German suplex on you. is going to spell doom for seven up. We shall see again, as you listen to this, it'll be dropping Monday morning, um, or excuse me, Friday morning, about 24 hours after, uh, dream queendom air. So we'll see if I'm right. Um, Nanai has it's a solid insecure and Waka. Tam and Nanai slap the crap out of each other on the top rope. Nanai and Tam have really good strike exchange back and forth. That is a definitely a singles match I want to see sometime in the future. And I think we'll probably get bits and pieces of it coming up uh, this Thursday. Well, uh, as you listen to this the day before. Meltier hits the super kick combo. It leads to the Waka Marafuji style uh, slide for a near fall. Nanai hits Waka with a backdrop driver for two. And then quickly follows up with a sliding D for three. Again, the crowd is really behind Waka. Three and a half stars. This got done. Seven minutes, ten seconds. And afterwards, we get a really passionate promo. Stardom really isn't known for their passionate promos. We got a lot of really good promos in this show. Nye puts over Waka in the post-match promo, saying she has more passion than Tam and Natsupoy. Uh, We're shooting here, folks. Tam then tells Waka she has three months to get a win, or she's out of Cosmic Angel. So that basically tells me that in January, February, Waka's not getting a win. Uh, They can keep teasing it. I think it's going to come down to right towards the end of March, and we shall see what happens. Um, does Waka finally get the win and then stay at Cosmic Angels, or just he leave Cosmic Angels and maybe goes with the Neo Stardom Army? That's a possibility, as right now there's only you're really the, just the two members, Nanai and you. Um, we really haven't seen much from Alpha Female Jazzy Gabbard after her match with Kyrie. We, I'd like to see her back there. But I think Waka might be a good fit. You know, they change up her look again a little bit, change up maybe her style a little bit, maybe when she's more aggressive, kind of like they did with Mei Sakurai. And she's really coming into her own these last three or four months with DDM. So we shall see. We go to match number five as we have the five-on-five match between Oedo Tai and Prominence. Uh, we have a big brawl to start off with the match. Obviously, Prominence is known for their deathmatch style. Weight of Tie, ever since they're uh, ever since they've come into their own, really as a faction, that's they're b- very big into the ECW style brawls, especially over Cork and Hall. I was a big fan, and I mentioned this on the podcast last week. I hope we get some sort of pairing with Momo and Suzu Suzuki, and we really do. Right from the get go, that is the uh, that's the heart of, of really that match. Eventually, Suzu gets the better of Momo, and then Saki comes in, and we see Saki uh, Kashima, who's Remember, she's afraid to go up against the really stiff strikers like uh, Shiri. Like, she's definitely afraid of Shiri, and uh, Suzu Suzuki's not too far along the violence wave as Shiri. But um, Saki really brings the forearms, the palm strikes, the slaps, the kicks to Suzu Suzuki, and Suzu really brings the fight out of Saki. Uh, The two of them trade blows. Eventually, we go back to Momo and Suzu Suzuki. They have a a stiff exchange. And then we get a quick blitz, uh, basically, of all five of the wrestlers kind of all getting one move in towards the end. But eventually, Fukin Death gets the uh, the O'Connor roll. We should have seen it coming. We thought it would be like Momo with the win or Suzu Suzuki with the win. We should have known. 
as uh, Rob always says in this podcast, when it comes to starter matches, death taxes and a who can death roll up and a multi-person match always gets it done. Three and a quarter stars, seven minutes, 50 seconds. I wish this thing went like double the time. 14, 15, 16 minutes with these 10. I thought it would have been fantastic. Just a little bit too, too quick for my li- my liking, but they did pack a lot on there and it did make me really uh, intrigued for what's going to happen here at Dream Queendom with the Artists of Stardom Championship with Momo, Saki, and Starlight Kid taking on the uh, the prominence team of uh, with Risa Sarah and uh, Suzu Suzuki. Um, so that's going to be, you know, the hardcore match. So they did give us just a little bit of appetizer, just a little bit. I wish they gave us a little bit more. We move on to the co-main event as we have the team of Sai Kamatani, the, who's the Wonder of Stardom champion, Azumi, the high-speed champion, taking on uh, Haruka Yamasaki and Starlight Kid. Uh, this is exactly what this match needed to be. This needed to be a really good pre-reel of Yumasaki and Sai Kamatani. And basically, that's what we they got in the beginning. We had some solid wrestling exchanges between the two for about a minute. And then we get tagged in Ozumi and Starlight Kid, which really was the uh, the heart and soul of this match. As these two pick up where they left off, you know, ba- basically back in Nagoya when they had that arguably, and I'm not going to say arguably, in my opinion, the greatest high-speed championship match of all time where Izumi became the high-speed champion as uh, their chemistry between Starlight Kid and Izumi just off the page here. Uh, we get a really good form exchange with Saya Kamatani and Yumasaki, which I thought was really good. Azumi comes back in and targets Starlight Kid's arm. Starlight Kid counters the arm submission and goes into the uh, the Leg Tiger uh, Crusher submission, which I thought was just so smooth. The two of them are just so smooth, the way they get in and out of not only the near falls, but the submission attempts as well. Um, we get a near tap out uh, from an arm bar from uh, Azumi onto Starlight Kid. We get some flash pin attempts between Azumi and Starlight Kid. Again, basically going into their the bread and butter, their high-speed action. I thought it was really, really good. Starlight Kid hits a moonsault for two count. Um, and then Azumi uh, comes back with the Azumi Sushi for two. We get some cool teamwork from Queen's Quest. And then we get a really cool closing last two and a half minutes from Azumi. Uh, uh, Ruka Yumasaki and Sayakamatani, which is what they, this match needed to be. They needed a book and the beginning and the end. Um, and basically, that's what it was. It was the beginning of you know your your preview of the Wonder of Stardom Championship match with Yumasaki and Kamatani, and then the end. You get a really really cool finish between the two, and then in between you just have uh, Azumi and Starlight Kid, and then some double teams from the Queen's Quest tandem. So I thought that was really really solid. A good way to send this match home. We get the uh, of course the time limit draw. Three and a half stars. I thought this match was excellent. And again, I didn't know much about Haruka Yumasaki going into this match of Dream Queendom. But I did spend the last day or two watching some of her matches um, from Diana and Catch the Wave. And just uh, I mean, a lot of people have been sending me links. And I thank everybody so, so much. And I'm really, really jazzed for the co-main event. And of course, it's Sai Kamatani. My opinion, the wrestler of the year. We move on to the main event of this evening. Five on five. Elimination match. Eliminations can be by pinfall submission or over the top rope. We have the God's Eye team taking on DDM, God's Eye of the World of Champion, a World of Stardom Champion Shuri, Tomoka Inaba, Murai, Ami Sori, and Naname taking on the DDM team of Julia, Tekla, Mikla, Himika, and May Sakurai. Um, it looks like right from the start, we're going to get Sherry versus Julia to start. Micah says, no, I want to start. Tomoka Inaba says to Sherry, no, I want to start. We get a mini Micah vs. Inaba match, which uh, is really, really solid. And I'm like, wow, that's a match that I had no idea I wanted to see, but I definitely need to see it. I thought it was great. Uh, we get some great action with Tekla and Sherry as well. Those two just 
gelled really, really well together. And Tekla, since coming back from injury, really showing that she has something to prove. She looked really, really good here. Eventually, the first elimination happens with Shiri hitting Tekla uh, with the Ruin. Nanami comes in, and her and Julia have a really solid exchange. Again, Julia just always seems like she takes the lower card wrestlers, the younger wrestlers, and brings them up. She makes sure that they get a lot in. We've seen it with Hana. We've seen it with Miyu Amasaki. She does it all the time, and considering the fact that she's pretty much going to be the face of stardom, in my opinion, in 2023 and going forward, and rightfully so. She's the probably the biggest female wrestling star on the planet, as long as they get some of the machine behind her. Um, she does a great job getting everybody over, and she makes Nanami, who I believe is only 15 or 16, you know, the, obviously the youngest member in this match and the newest member of God's Eye. She made her look really, really good here, but eventually Julia puts her away with the backdrop driver. Mariah comes in and basically lariats everybody, um, eventually comes down to a nice little segment with Mariah and Amisori, uh, excuse me, May Sakurai and Mariah. May Sakurai hits a throat cutter stunner onto Mariah, and as Mariah's on the apron and Mariah, both feet hit the floor, so Mariah is eliminated via over-the-top rope. And then we basically get a preview of the future Stardom Championship match with Ami Sori and May Sakurai. We get some really good back-and-forth action. But eventually, uh, May Sakurai eats the double uh, Karate Brave sandwich kicks that leads to Ami Sori taking advantage and pinning May Sakurai with the Brain Buster. We go back to Micah versus Tomoka Inaba. This is really good action there. Shoulder tackles, kicks, lariats. These two just gel really, really well together. And again, an 8, 10, 11, 12, 13-minute match between these two. Somewhere down the line, I think that's what they're giving us. They basically teased it twice here. So I think somewhere down the line, we're going to get that. Um, Mike and Tomoka Inaba are on the outside brawling, kicking each other. Micah hits a clothesline so hard that she winds up eliminating herself. But then when Inaba takes the bump, she rolls out to the outside as well. I thought that was really clever. You know, Micah throws these really stiff forms and she threw everything, or not forms, clotheslines. She threw everything so hard into that clothesline that she eliminated herself and then eventually Inaba gets eliminated as well. I thought that was really good. We finally get the Sherry Julie exchange. That was um, obviously, we're only going to get a little bit here as it seems like the last three or four shows. Anytime we had God's Eye and DDM, we would get just a little bit, just a little bit. Obviously, we got a lot of it at the World Climax match, which was one of my favorite matches of the year. I think that match, this match uh, coming up at Dream Queendom is going to be even better because Julia's at the top of her game. Sherry's having just some fantastic title defenses here towards the last quarter of the year. So, again, they gave us just a little bit. Uh, and, you know, our, 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 our main man, our godfather, uh, our, the OG Rob Goodwin said it right. He said, I think it's going to Sherry and Julia are going to eliminate each other. And it's going to give Himika a chance to win this for DDM. And he was right. So we come down to Ami, Sori, and Himika. They have some really good exchanges back and forth. And Ami, Sori, almost right from the start of their little mini match here, gets Himika up in the torture rack and holds her there for quite a little bit. I thought that was really cool. Um, some impressive exchanges back and forth. Crowd really coming up here towards the end. Eventually, Himika hits a lariat to the back of uh, Ami, Sori's neck and then hits the concussion bomb. For the win, 21 minutes, 48 seconds. Uh, this was my favorite match of the show. Three and three forward stars. As Himika is your sole survivor. Once again, predicted by Mr. Rob Goodwin. So congratulations, Rob. You actually got something right. Uh, but hey, you know what they say. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. All right, folks. We will go to our... As Rob actually just texted me because I asked him for his uh, his prediction. So let's go into the Triangle Derby preview. And actually, as of this morning, there was a few matches that were announced for the uh, the show coming up on the 3rd. So 
we will go through. Now, this, from what I understand, they're doing this tournament very much similar to the 2020 uh, Tag League tournament where everyone in the red block will wrestle over each other in the blue block and vice versa. So the red block will not be wrestling anybody in the red block. So it's basically whoever has, um, and the, the people in the blue block will not be wrestling the teams in the blue block. So whoever has the two most amount of points will go in and uh, go back and wrestle each other. Very similar, again, to Momo Watanabe and Azumi beating the team of Sai Kamatani and Yutami Hayashista back in the 2020 uh, Tag League. So um, let's go through. We have the red block, H&M, Mayu Utani, Momo Kogo, and Hanan. And then there is uh, Queen's Quest, Yutami Hayashista, Azumi, Sai Kamatani, the Cosmic Angels team of Tam Nakano, Natsupoi, Meltier, and Saki, the Bari Bari Bombers, Julia Tekla, May Sakurai. I'm so excited for that team because Julia just works so well with Tekla. And then when Tekla was her, her team with May Sakurai, it's Oh My Julia, I thought were fantastic. Then Tekla comes back to reform Mafia Bella, and they uh, almost stole the show in the tag league. Unique Glare. That's a unique name for a team. Starlight Kid, Ruaka, and Haruka Yamasaki. Uh, Haruka Yamasaki and Starlight Kid, when they team up, they seem to uh, gel really well together. And then you're throwing in the ever-improving Ruaka. That should be a fun team. The Neo Stardom Army, Nanai Takahashi, Yu, and Yuna Mizumoro. I think their matches uh, with um, basically the classmates and the God's Eye team and the Blue Triangle block are going to be really, really fun. And then Team X, 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 and Triple X. Um, not unless that's Vin Diesel from the Triple X movies. Hi-ho. Don't know who that's going to be. I'm assuming we will, by the time this drops, we'll probably find out at Dream Queendom. I thoroughly see uh, Mina and Yunagi winning their opening match against Tekla and Mei Sakurai. And then Mina and Yunagi saying that they're going to be Team X. And then um, they will bring out whoever the third member will be. Blue Triangle. We have the God's Eye team of Shuri, Mirai, and Ami Sori. Classmates, Hazuki, Koguma, FWC, and Saeeda. My Himmy would see. I'm really looking forward to this team because I'm a huge, just a huge fan of Mike and Himika. I think they are the uh, best tag team in stardom. I know it's probably shocking everybody as much as I love uh, Hazuki and Koguma. And obviously, my heart is always in the right place for Meltier. But just because they've been teaming uh, so much longer than everybody else, I'm just a huge fan of Mike and Himika. And again, I think they're the best overall tag team in stardom. The team with Lady C. I think Lady C is just ever improving. I'm such a huge fan of her. And just everything she's been doing, not only in the ring, but like curtain to curtain. She just comes out with the charisma and this the jacket and then her new uh, her new gear. Lady C really seems like if they kind of give her a little bit of a push and some big wins, I think by the end of 2023, I think she can uh, make her way towards the top tier of the car and stardom. But we shall see. And I think she's going to have a breakout tournament. I really I really do. Lollipop, Wakasuyama, Rina, and Yuka Sakurai. Obviously, uh, we're going to be seeing more Waka eating uh, falls here. Especially the fact that she's going to be going up against Tam, Natsupoi, and Saki. So I think that match is going to be something to look out for. But I I can see that Waka getting a few near falls on the Tam. Um, I think that's a really cool story that they could play. The prominence team of Susan Suzuki, uh, Risa Sarah, and uh, Kuruma Haraga. Again, their stuff with Queen's Quest and H&M I think is going to be great. The Ueno Tai team, Momo Watanabe, uh, Natsuko Tora, and Saki Kashima. So you have the hard hitters with Momo and Tora. But the person to watch out for in this match, obviously, Saki Kashima, as she has the most brutal finish in all of stardom, the Kishikasai. And then we ended up with the team that I know the least about, uh, Rebel and Enemy, Ramka Chow, Micah Ozakawa, and Mayu Yuyuki. I think I said that right. That right. So, um, yeah, there's uh, that one team that I know very little about, but I'm excited to uh, 
to see what they do. And like I said, they did just announce some matches that'll take place on the opening on the 1-3 show, which will probably be another pay-per-view. And obviously the one that match that sets out to me the most, which will probably be the main event, the match that both me and Rob have as our final, the Queen's Quest team of Sai Kamatani, Azumi, Yutami Aishista, taking on the team of Shiri, Mirai, and Ami Sori. I think for this opener, I think the uh, God's Eye team is going to win, especially the fact that all roads are pointing to Sherry eating the pinfall here on the 29th, and she'll lose the belt. I think she'll rebound by getting the pinfall over any one of these members of uh, of Queen's Quest, whether it's Azumi, who's other than this past year, is always her foil in the five-star Grand Prix, whether it's the leader of Queen's Quest, Yutami Aishista, who's her, you know, her like, sworn enemy, or it's the wonder of stardom champion, Sai Kamatani. Regardless, you have um, so many different interesting matchups here. Obviously, Sherry Utami. You have the uh, New Eras versus just the tag team that completely stole the tournament. And this, and to me, Aphrodite, Sai Kamatani, and Utami. I love to see what the Zumi and Mirai are going to do. And then, in my opinion, the two best wrestlers of the year, not only in stardom, but just in all of wrestling. Sorry, Will Ospreay fans, as uh, right now he's number three for me. But we will see a matchup here, a potential matchup between Shiri and Saya Kamatani. So a lot of interesting things going into that. But yes, yeah, so um, actually Rob just texted me and he just wanted to make everyone aware that for him, his finals, he has got the God's Eye team of Mirai, Shiri, and Amisori defeating the Queen's Quest team of Azumi, Saya Kamatani, and Yutami Haishista in the finals where I agree that that would be the finals, but I have the Queen's Quest team taking the win there. So that'd be very interesting to see if that is uh, that is the finals. Another matchup that is announced as Micah, Himika, Lady C take on the Cosmic Angels team of Tam Nakano, Natsupoi, and Saki. Uh, again, that would be another really, really interesting matchup as I believe somewhere in due time, maybe at World Climax, Mike and Himika are going to be the ones to upend the team of Tam and Natsupoi for the tag team championships. Um, so you'll probably get a mini match there. Again, Lady C ever improving. And like Saki's like Stardom's best kept secret. I know she's mostly doing stuff over colors, but I thought she had a really, really solid outing, not only in the tag league uh, with Waka and then in Mina before, before Mina got injured, but obviously I thought she had a really, really good showing in the five-star Grand Prix as well. So that match should be uh, pretty interesting. Then we move over to the uh, the Queen's Quest, uh, excuse me, the Stars team of Mayu Utani, Hana, and Momokogo taking on the uh, Oedo Tai team of Saki Kash, Manata Tora, and Momo Watanabe. Obviously, a lot of really cool, interesting facts there as we have a lot of people that can get rolled up here. Obviously, you have Saki Kashima with the Kishikasai. Momo Kogo has a Lamai Strat Cradle. Hanan has the uh, 17 roll-up. But to me, the most interesting thing in this match will be another showing between Mayu and Momo Watanabe. I will never, ever get sick of that matchup. So I think that will be very, very interesting. And it's nice to see how Hanan's going to uh, really work with uh, not Tora, because I don't think we've seen that since Tora has been back. So uh, that'll be interesting as well. And then how about the uh, the Prominence team taking on the Ueda Tai team of Ruaka, uh, Yumasaki, and Starlight Kid? Uh, this match, this this will be all sorts of fun because we got a lot of bruisers in the Prominence team. And uh, if you remember from the Stardom Showcase, I think it was three where they had Starlight Kid and Suzu Suzuki. Uh, it was a five-star uh, Grand Prix match. Those two absolutely stole the show. And I like to see what Risa Sarah and Yumasaki is going to do. I think that that is going to be something really, really interesting as well. So um, I think that'll be uh, you know a whole lot of fun. And those are just the matches that were announced. Um, 
And that's it, folks. Like I said, this was going to be a quicker episode. Uh, just kind of me doing the singles thing here um, while Rob is away again, buddy. Enjoy your vacation. And uh, we will be back on Monday. We are going to be recording our Dream Queen interview with the one and only Miss Karen Peterson. Karen's been doing a lot of great work. She did interview Sherry who uh, for Pro Wrestling Illustrated for uh, Sherry becoming the number one women's wrestler in the world, voted on by the editors of Pro Wrestling Illustrated. And she was able to interview Sherry there, so maybe we'll talk to her about that. We'll go over everything uh, on Dream Queendom. So that's going to wrap it up, folks. Um, I guess before I get out of here, real quick, a note from our sponsor, um, puro-tv.com. I've got to plug them in the beginning. Head on over there. Uh, again, puro-tv.com. Take a look. Like I always say, it does not take any, doesn't cost anything to look. See if there's anything that you want to get yourself for a late Christmas present or, hey, Valentine's Day is coming up. Or if you have a birthday or, you know, or anniversary, you know, take a look. And uh, when you're checking out, don't forget to enter the key code VISTA10, V-I-S-T-A. Save yourself 10% off your order. And I would check that website back like every two or three days because they are updating it. Seems like two or three times a week. A lot of really great stuff there. They have a, you know, I'm a, obviously a huge fan of Hazuki. There's a giant Hazuki, like seven or eight disc set that's uh, that's up there. Um, Julia two disc set, nice ribbon. Julia two disc set from her first uh, like year, year and a half. Excuse me, in stardom, some some really really good stuff there. Again, it does not cost anything to look. Puro-TV.com. Like I said, folks, that is going to end it for this episode. Thank you so much. Uh, again, I know we're dropping a lot of content. Uh, this, these past few weeks, I hope everybody's enjoying a Merry Mayu Christmas. Um, quick editor's note, it actually just dawned on me just because with Rob being away and then uh, us doing Dream Queendom and just the holidays and just how busy we are with the Merry Mayu Christmas, the Mayu Otani career retrospective probably will not drop until sometime in January um, just because our schedules are just so busy. Obviously, I don't want to do that by myself. Rob is the biggest Mayu fan in the world. So I didn't want to do, I want to make sure that that is as good as it can be. So I apologize for that. But at the same time, look at all the fantastic Mayu watch alongs and all the fantastic uh, Mayu review stuff that you got in December. So just, I guess maybe that'll be a little bonus episode for everybody in January. So um, I apologize for that, but I thank everybody just for the fantastic support that we've seen, not only just on the Patreon, just the podcast in general because it seems like every week we're getting more and more downloads we're getting more and more views on social media and uh we can't do that without you so i thank everybody so much um and like i said my friends that will do it for this episode if you need to get a hold of me any questions comments concerns i will be watching dream queendom live um i guess that doesn't matter because this is going to be airing friday never mind but uh yes i'll be tweeting out some stuff on dream queendom so i always uh big fan of talking to everybody as the shows happen just to kind of get everybody's instant feedback any questions comments anything that i can do please let me know let me know how you're watch liking the new edition of the watch alongs you know with rob doing me and rob basically not even just watch alongs it's basically uh alternate commentary majority of these stardom matches do not have english commentary so that's what me and rob are doing we're going back into the vault and we're providing some english commentary so let me know what you like about the new format and uh, let me know if there's anything that you would think that we can do to improve. That's where we're all here, like I always say, because we're all trying to get better each and every day. Because like I always say, folks, just not my podcast. It's our podcast because we're all in this together and everybody's different. Everybody's special. Thanks, everybody, so much. Have yourself a great new year. And I hope you enjoyed Stardom Dream Queendom. Mm-hmm.